So the wildest thing that ever happened in my agency, well, I can't really share in this platform, but I'll tell you, I have a security cameras uh, on the front door and the back door. And I actually work in my office at reception. I kind of, I'm one of those lead from the front type people. And one day I'm, I just sat down on my, my chair very aggressively. And sure enough, I fell ass over apple cart right in the middle of the floor. And not one person in my office came to my aid and I uh, posted it on, on the agency Facebook page because, you know, I mean, it can happen to anybody. And, <laughs> and I'm sitting there laying there thinking about my life, thinking about why the heck did I do this? And I'm, I'm sitting there. Then it starts to think not one person has checked on me because I didn't fall gracefully. I didn't fall silently. It was not, <laughs> it was not something that, w- that people would not know happened. I mean, and, and people are walking by the front of my agency Ooh. and uh, nobody looks in. And eventually I kind of dust myself off and, and I, I sit back in the seat. And uh, again, no one really it wasn't spoken. But yeah, that, that was interesting. That was fun. And um, <laughs> along with all the other ins and outs that you have in, in the insurance business. But uh, my name That's is awesome. Mike Monahan. Uh, I own Monahan and Associates in, in Springboro, Ohio. And I'm an insurance dude. Insurance dudes are on a mission to escape being handcuffed by our agencies. How? By uncovering the secrets to creating a predictable, consistent, and profitable agency sales machine. I am Craig Pretzinger. I am Jason Feldman. We are agents. We are insurance dudes. Right now, while it's fresh in your mind, check out live.teledudes.com. We took our notes from over 100 interviews with top agents from around the country and made it into a live webcast. Using these strategies led Craig and I to selling more than $10 in premium in the last two years. On this call, you'll receive the exact blueprint to get the same results. Just go to live.teledudes.com. Dot com to register for this upcoming Tuesday's live call with us. If you jump on this call with us, we're certain 2022 will be an absolutely fantastic year for you. See you there. All right. Woo. I love it, Mike. Good story. Yeah. That is great. <laughs> so yeah, I uh, just wish I wish on, when I posted the video, I would have liked, you know, Buddy Hackett. I would have loved to put his theme song to it. Because it's just a dead video with no, because it's a security camera, it doesn't have any sound or anything uh-huh. to it. And I'm like, man, I really need to soundtrack that thing. But uh, or some Benny Hill. Yeah, Benny Hill. Yeah, not Buddy Hackett. Benny Hill. Yeah. That would be fantastic. We'll, we'll have yeah. Envy do it. We'll, yeah. we'll and we'll post it in the Facebook group. There we'll have go. Envy put the music to it. That'd be. It will uh, make that moment infamous, or is it famous? I don't know. I don't know <laughs> either. But you got to be able to laugh at yourself. When, you do. Yes. That's great. I, it is strange that nobody came to your aid. It is strange. They don't work here anymore. <laughs> oh, well, then there you go. Yeah. Makes they, sense. They, yeah. The Naga, Naga, well, not going to work here anymore is basically what's going to happen. <laughs> oh, that's funny. <laughs> not, ro- not rowing in the same direction. No, no. So, Mike, we kind of dove into this ahead of time, and then we stopped ourselves to start recording. But tell us how you got into this crazy business we know as the insurance business. Yeah, I lost a bet, really. Uh, (laughs) No, I went to school, got a degree in finance, and and right out of school went to work at Morgan Stanley. 
because I'm an idiot and I didn't want to go work with my dad and, and take over daddy's business, you know, like so many kids do these days. I said, I'm going to do it myself, you know, because I think, yeah, I like to make things hard on myself. So, yeah, I started in, in October of 2000, the dot-com bubble burst. And then I uh, fast forward, I find myself in the auto finance uh, business and I'm traveling across the country going to dealerships and my wife uh, was pregnant with our firstborn and, you know, it came to, then we had another kid and I wasn't going to see them very much because I'm traveling all the time. So I said, you know, I need to get back to kind of my roots and figure out, come back home. And uh, my good buddy who was my insurance agent at the time uh, told me about the opportunity of of buying a business here in the Dayton area, which is, is Springboro. And, uh, yeah, I sunk a bunch of money into it and a couple of years later now through COVID. So again, my timing is impeccable, you know, but uh, oh, right. the good thing the good thing is with COVID though, you didn't have you didn't have, people didn't have excuses, you know, like it's not like I'm yeah. taking my kids to to soccer, we're not going anywhere. So we actually right. had one of our better months when it, when when in Ohio there actually was a little bit of a lockdown for a little bit. But we had a great month that month, and it's just it's just like it like everything in this business. It's how you perceive it, you know. Right. So right. yeah, yeah. So that's that's kind of how I got to where I am now. Sure. And as long as you're not watching the narrative on the uh, news, you actually could determine that things are actually doing pretty good. Because if our goal is to talk to as many people as possible, and the phone is that tool, well, people were home, right? They didn't have 100%. anything better to do. Then answer the phone and, and actually, all right, well, I guess I'll do insurance because I normally say no, but I'm uh, – What else am I going to do? do? <laughs> what else yeah. am I going to do? Right? It was a great time to get caught up on stuff, I think. Right. Uh, but you know, this thing's a grind. It's, it's tough being an agent. Take us back and, and talk about your earliest win that really created that fuel. What was the fuel for your fire? Oh, man. The earliest win – Finally, I guess negotiating the purchase of the business was the first huh. win. It was one of the eleventh hour. Uh, the seller uh, kind of had cold feet and wanted to kind of change things up. So, you know, just getting that done was was definitely yeah. put some wind in my sails. And uh, you know, hiring the staff, getting things going, it's always good. You know, and I, I enjoyed one of my first uh, one of my first staff members helping them get through nose and hearing them say the things that we're training and talking about and saying, man, this stuff actually works. I'm like, yeah, I mean, yeah, it does. So let's continue to try and do that. So that is the best. I love that. Yeah. It's a lot of times us as agents, it's easy for us to be the heroes in the agency and, and get the sales, but there's something about it when you, when you can coach someone and then they overcome that, like, whatever it may be, whatever might be their obstacle, they overcome it. And it's like, wow, that works. And they're like, I, I don't know. There's some, there's something about that. That's super fulfilling. Absolutely. Just, so what kind of team do you have and uh, what are their roles in the agency? Small, but mighty. Like <laughs> many of us in the world, you just can't put a help wanted sign out there and go through it. So it's a constant recruitment process. Uh, it's kind of like, I don't work out, but I've heard, you don't skip leg day. I mean, I, I, haven't, I haven't lifted a weight in anger since since the 90s when, uh, you know, I was in high school. And uh, so 
you can't skip leg day. You know, you always got to be recruiting. So right now I have two licensed uh, staff members and myself. I'm certainly a player coach. My goal is to double that team in the first half of 22 and then to add two more by the second half of 2022 and, uh, you know, get more teledudes dialed in and uh, lighten up the phones. Because, again, I just want to make this place just phones ringing off the hook, mass hysteria, dogs and cats living together. You know, that's kind of what I want. I like a high energy. At the end of the day, everybody goes, whoo, man. We had so much stuff going on. This was great. That's 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 what we want. And and we're getting there. And like I said, I really like the, the team that I've got. I just need more of them. Yeah, I love, I love the activity, right? Even with a smaller team, you can still feel it, right? Yep. When oh, everything yeah. is everything is sinking and the phones are blowing up and, and they're they're talking to people and doing quotes all day. It brings so much energy. And it sounds like you've created a really good culture there. And again, size doesn't matter. When it comes to teams, and so sure, so okay. Talk about talk about that culture. Talk about the culture and and what you've done to foster that. Man, I don't know. I just I like to enjoy the people I work with, and uh, I like to have a good time. I'm um, I'm a little irreverent, and I've heard you talk about yourself, Greg. Uh, you and I are very very similar in the fact that the highs are very very high, and the lows can be very yeah. very low. Manic, you know. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't break things anymore. I'm, I'm well past that, you know. In my 20s, yes, phones got broken, uh, things got, <laughs> and then you just kind of seriously back up. But I believe in frank talk, accountability, but no hard feelings, you know. And it says, hey, you yeah, know, that was that was a horrible call, but let's get them next time. Here are the things that you did good. Here are the things that you didn't do good. Let's let's move on, you know. I try and make it competitive and fun. You know, we play a, a poker game every week when, uh, when everybody has a, at least five homeowners quotes, uh, they could, they, every homeowners bundled homeowners quote, you get a, a card and we yeah. play a game of poker and whoever, whoever gets the best poker hand, uh, is, is, you know, gets a hundred bucks. If everybody plays, uh, the winner gets 200 bucks, you know, and just doing different types of things. And Fridays are, are movie day. So we'll watch a, we'll have a movie on in the office while we're grinding. Cause I know you guys uh, love uh, movies and uh, I like to show these young guys some good movies. Cause I got one guy in my office that never watches anything, nothing. If I name a movie, you tell me a movie, he doesn't know what it is. So we have to watch movies for him. Yeah. So. That total tangent, but with, with, with that, well, no, I mean, I think it's just so interesting because, you know, we're all in, in an older bracket than, yeah. than a lot of the workers that, that we bring on, the sales folks. And what an opportunity to share some of the really cool movies that we've seen, right? Because I don't think they make anything close to like no. what used to be made, you know? No. So I, I don't know why Ferris Bueller keeps coming to my mind, but, you know, like Ferris or Fletch or all these great like late 80s, early 90s movies are just so solid. Can put it on actually, Underhill. Yeah, yeah, put on the Underhill's tab. Could you actually suggest somebody watch Fletch? Fletch is phenomenal. In this day Absolutely. Okay. That, it's just it, there's definitely some stuff in there that um, they wouldn't re-record. Absolutely you know I mean? not. <laughs> I, I, give me a perfect example. My wife and I will watch will watch movies with our kids, like um, movies that are completely innocuous to us when we were kids in the in, in the eighties, and 
we are watching it, the Bad News Bears, with my then 10-year-old daughter, and I think uh, my youngest was six at the time or something like that. Yeah. And, yeah, uh, Bad News <laughs> Bears with Walter Matthau. Nope. You're going to hard pass on that, brother. Cause <laughs> it, yeah. It got dicey real quick. Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> Cannot uh, show that at the office or you're canceled. No, no, no. Well, and the other thing is, is if you hire the right folks on your team, you know, yeah. like we always say when we're talking, do you like the person that's sitting across the, sure. across the table from you? And, uh, right. you know, yeah, yeah. You, can't have, you can't have thin skin in this business. No. And we do have the ability to kind of create our environment. And if we have to build something that is going to be comfortable for everybody. Yep. So yep, how do you absolutely. bring in new people into the office? Where do you find them? Yeah, well, I've, I've listened to you guys now. A, a gorilla <laughs> suit running through the parking lot with a with a such a, a good a, way to a do board it. a board on me. Uh, <laughs> you know, again, it can't be a passive thing anymore. Uh, I yeah. you know, and, and being caught up as a player coach, I spend way too much time working in the business, as you guys hear from a lot of people, and that's the biggest struggle with agents as they're trying to scale is I'm still binding contracts. I'm still taking phone calls from folks because a big part of what I sell at Monaghan and Associates is me and that personal touch. And hey, I'm here to help you. If you need anything, call. Well, that that's great and all, but it is hard to scale that. And the recruitment thing is, is reaching out and really uh, talking to people in the service industry. I don't believe in hiring in people that have current insurance experience. I'd rather bring them in fresh new as long as they have the want to and uh, the drive. We can do everything else. So heck, reaching out to marketing teachers at, at schools, high schools and colleges. I mean, just because, you know, obviously you don't need a college degree to do this. You just have to be very, very smart, get your licenses and, and learn. So as long as they have drive, we're going after it and diving into, you know, looking at resumes and, and really trying to recruit people myself versus passively just, hey, here's a job posting, taking what I get. Right. Yeah. That whole wait until you have to hire somebody. Nope. Uh, and I know everybody listening has at some point done it. And I, myself included, Jason sure. also, that sets up the cycle of uh, a lot of problems, right? Absolutely. Because then it's desperation and we know what happens with that. So always be recruiting. So, so powerful to, uh, to as a takeaway on that. Now you bring them on. So they, they're a fit. You figure, okay, I'm going to take a chance. We're going to get, we're going to bring this person on. What does that look like? What do you do on that first day to really make sure they're going to be successful? Man. And, and I'll tell you what, I, I've had a run of, unsuccessful hires. So I, uh -huh. I, so I got to dig back. I got to go back into my uh, memory banks to really get a, a good one. But uh, no, I mean, the process is always the process. Like I said, I work in what I call the bullpen in my, uh, the fishbowl in my, in my office. So I work out front and it's an area with three workstations. And whenever someone's new, they work with me for at least the first two months, like sitting literally right next to me. And, you know, we dive into, I'm their Google for a month, if it, if it makes sense. And so just to kind of bring them on and we're, you know, I'm making outbound calls. I'm listening to their calls. They, they're sitting three feet from me. So that first day when I onboard somebody, they don't have their license. Uh, so for that first month, 
they come in in the morning, they take two hours and, and study on, on my dime. And then once they're done with their study session, then they're making, I'm, I'm training them on uh, the CRM, they're making phone calls, and I'm paying them for every time they get somebody to agree to a quote. And so that way I can kind of see in that first month whether or not they're going to be successful. And uh, we're also doing some training throughout that process. And then their goal is by the end of that 30 days, they have to pass their test. I was like, I don't care how many times you take it, but you're passing it in 30 days or, you know, unfortunately, it's just not going to work. I've had in the past let people go on and on and on. At the end of the day, they just don't work out. So, you know, hold people more accountable to the standard. That's something that I've learned in the short time is, is I got to not be the nice guy. But yeah, that's usually what the first week, month look like when they're onboarded here. It's funny that that accountability factor is huge. You think you're being nice by, you know, not setting things that might be too hard for this person or something, but in actuality, they don't know what you're thinking. So sure. uh, you know, we, we talk about this a lot with our service team is like setting those specific goals or like the specific tasks that need to be done by a specific deadline because they're guessing. They don't know when these things need to be done or not done. They're guessing uh-huh. and their interpretation is going to be totally different than yours. So I think there's a huge amount of wisdom behind that, especially when you bring someone on. They want to know, they want to feel comfortable knowing that they're doing a good job. So if you set those specific dates that they need to be done by, and even if they don't make it, maybe they'll make it a day later or something, but at least they feel comfortable. Like it it, it actually creates more security by putting out specifically what you expect. I love that. Uh, What types of things do you keep, do to keep your team motivated? I love the hard game. That is, that is so much fun. Yeah, we play the card game. Sometimes we'll we'll just you know gamble a little bit around the office. It's like okay, do you, I've had months where I say okay, it's it's me against you guys. So we'll take all the business that I write in the month versus you guys, and if any one of you beat me, I'll pay you all a certain amount. But if you all beat me, I'll pay you all more. So that also kind of helps keep me sharp because again, I like, you know, I like engaging and doing the sales part of this business because quite frankly, that's my background. I'm learning all the rest of the stuff. I could always do the sales part of things and the business development, but now it's, you know, it's learning the managing and running the business type stuff. So uh, that's one of the fun things that we do to kind of keep it fun. And I'm trying to teach them how to, how to play golf too. So we have a little putting setup. So we'll, and when, sometimes when we don't do uh, poker, we'll do golf and yeah, I don't have too many golfers here. So. <laughs> yeah. Well, putting's a little bit. Uh, anybody can putt, right? Sort of. Yeah, <laughs> you yeah I, I probably should show you some videos of that too. <laughs> so uh, back Almost to training a little bit. The guy. Oh, yo. Oh. Oh, it's slippery slope. Slippery slope. Well, we'll keep you out of trouble on that. But what do you think is a really effective training tip that you've done that seems to work with folks and, and seems to help them to get results? Well, I think having a feedback with the people on how they like to learn. Um, mm. But I find that most most people, not all, they like to kind of just jump in. And I, and I equate it to how, you know, I got my girls to jump off uh, the diving board on the deep end. I, I would jump into the deep end and you tread water and you jump in here. I'm going to do it with you. And I find that 
the most successful training is just let's just jump in the deep end and start swimming around. And again, I think sitting next to me, listening to calls and then listening to what I say, I love it when I hear people use what I'll say and it works for them. And they're like, holy crap, what is this Jedi mind trick that I just learned? And one of the things I'll always say, it's math, not magic. You know, here are the inputs that you have to do to get there. You either got to close better or you got to do more work. So which is it? So and, you know, they probably get annoyed yep. the fact that I say it's math, not magic all the time. But it is what it is. <laughs> um, that's funny. So moving ahead to marketing with your experience, what have you done for marketing and uh, what do you currently do? And all that jazz <sighs> all that jazz um marketing is web leads for me is is the main source of of the business that we're coming that that's that's coming into the agency because again obviously people are it's an indication of people that have an interest that are shopping other than that you know having a social social profile and putting things out there i i see feedback from it but it's nothing huge but like i said buying leads of people that are are uh, in the market looking for things and we just kind of build it off of there and asking those people for referrals again I tell people I was like hey if you can if you can double your your output just by getting someone to give you a referral absolutely all day long we'll take that uh, but I think it all starts with those web leads and because again people run out of family and friends real real quick and right. uh, you know you have to you have to always be in front of people that are looking and and doing things. So putting the web leads in and having having the teledudes calling them and setting up the phones ringing over here has been very very successful for us. And it didn't happen overnight. And I shared the other day. You know we had somebody that was 396 days, and wow. we fi- we finally closed it. We finally That's closed awesome. it. Because, you know, we loaded it, we loaded in, you know, I loaded in a bunch of the old stuff that we had. And, you know, it took uh, two months of, of the calling. And, man, why are you guys keep calling me? Well, funny you should ask. Yeah. <laughs> because we're going to keep calling you. Because it's going to keep happening and keep yeah. happening. And keep happening. Because it's important. Happen. It's important. That's what I was. Everybody's like, well, don't you bug people? Well, yeah. Well, if somebody says that is annoyed, say, man, we take our job seriously. This is important to protect, you know, protect you and your family. Absolutely. Don't you think? (laughs) Absolutely. I I tell my team, it's like, hey, it's okay. No one that you talk to today is going to want to talk to you, but they need to talk to you. Right. And once you get them on the phone, then you're assuming that everything's going to happen the way you want it to happen because the you're the best option for them. So when we're on the phone with people, uh, I tell them, I was like, Hey, no, doesn't bother me. I had to ask my wife to marry me twice. So I've heard the word no before. Right. We're just going to do our best to try and help you and get you in a better position than you are now. Only twice. Only twice. Yeah. Wow. Yep. It took me a yep. lot more. I really well, had to push. Yeah. I'm, I couldn't ask. I couldn't ask the third time. So. Yeah, I was about to hire a telemarketer to just keep calling her. Just keep calling her. Just, just keep, keep calling her. her. Get, keep, get it on the 90th dial. You keep calling me and keep calling me. He'll just keep calling me. I'll go. I'll go. Yeah. I'll go. I'll go. I'll go. I'll go. I'll go. Yeah, I'll go. that's right, Cameron. Hey, what are you still doing here? Well, while you're still here and while it's fresh in your mind, check out live.teledudes.com. 
Yeah, if you weren't listening before, we took notes from over 100 interviews with top agents from around the country and made it into a live webcast. Using these strategies did help Craig and I write over $10 million in premium in the last couple of years. And let me tell you, on this call, you'll receive the exact blueprint to get the very same results. Again, that's live.teledudes.com to register for this upcoming Tuesday's live call with us. And if you jump on with us, we are certain 2022 will be an absolutely fantastic year for you. See you there.